Yo, what's up, Psych Athletes? Today, we're gonna to be talking about the people that you surround yourself with and the company you keep and how the five closest people in your life are actually the average of you. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. So that episode is going to be super cool. You're about to listen to it, but before so, make sure that you guys check out our anxiety checklist if you have not already. It's gonna be linked in the description. And so it's gonna give you the best resources that you can use to stop, to, to end nerves, to end anxiety, and to really feel confident when you're performing in your sport and play at that peak potential make sure you guys follow our instagram at psych athletes and let's get into the episode all right what's up psych athletes welcome to episode number 14 and today what we're going to be talking about is the people that we surround ourselves with and the company that we keep and kind of the the main source of uh material we want to talk about today is basically like the the generic term that you always hear is like show me your friends i'll show you your future you're an average and you're a product of the five people that you surround yourself with so starting to take notice of those individuals that you surround yourself with because our minds they're very malleable okay it's very easy to distort them it's very easy to gain new ideas new insights from other people that you um, kind of find a relationship with right we, what we always talk about when it comes to like you know not caring about what other people think of you and stuff like that like you always want to have a good group and a good base of people that you're like all right these are the people that i'm actually going to take their opinion seriously and everything else all the other bullshit i'm just going to throw that away right and so finding that base of people and when you're an athlete sometimes that can be hard Sometimes that can be difficult, right? Because you're placed with, you know, this group, whatever team you end up joining, whatever um, organization you end up being with, a lot of times it's not your choice. It's like the area that you put in for high school and shit like that. And you don't have the option to uh, be surrounded by specific individuals. So what have you guys kind of found when, like for Ryan example, as a collegiate athlete, right? When you're thrown into the mix of all these other individuals, was it hard for you to find people that you connected with or there was actually you know, trying to reach the next level and having the same goals as yourself. It's weird because in college, like, and it, it was like a small D2, so everyone wanted to win, right? And and at the beginning of the season, it's always like, oh, yeah, let's go. We're ready to do this. We're, like, we're brothers. Let's do this. And then as the season goes on, you kind of like, and we start losing games because we weren't, we weren't very good. We start losing games and all, and, and our guys are starting to be like, start focusing more like individualistic and get really pessimistic towards the outlook of the season and the coaches. And you just hear a lot of coach bashing. You just hear like, this guy sucks. Like he doesn't know what we're doing. And like, you get this whole like negative team mindset and it kind of fucking sucks. Cause when I'm sitting there, I want to win. I want to do good. And I'm still trying my fucking best. Like I'm doing what my coach tells me to. And you don't have those people around you, like working towards that same goal it's really fucking discouraging. Yeah. I feel like you never really know what these other kids are thinking too. Cause like a lot of people what we've seen too is like other kids will, will bring you down deliberately, you know, whether mm -hmm. that's saying like some like mean stuff to you, like, like talking behind your back and stuff. Like, yeah. And it's a reflection of how they feel really. Yeah. And like, they're like, screw it. Like if I'm going down, like, Hey, well, I'm bringing the ship down with all of this. Exactly. And it's, like it's, that dude. type of mentality to be around is so toxic and that's why we say, like, if you have, like, an outside group outside of that, you need somebody and you need some, like, some wholesome friends to come back to 
and kind of realign yourself with. That's what the internet's good for too. That's like true, yeah. at some points, the, the internet points. can be like, fuck dude, it can really mess you up. If you're just like all day, you're waking up immediately, you're going to YouTube, you're going immediately to Instagram, just like seeing what other people are doing with their lives and shit like that. Like that's where the internet and like social media can fuck you up, but it can also be a great advantage and you can listen to shit like this and you can surround yourself with like mentors and shit. Like when I was first starting to understand meditation, when I was first starting to understand like business stuff where I wanted to, um, you know, make something different of myself. Like I didn't know, I didn't have those people around me. You know what I mean? I didn't have those people. I didn't have those mentors, but that's what the internet I think can really do. Like the, you are literally like, you are literally the average of the five people that you surround yourself with as you begin to change. And as you begin to evolve as a person, as an athlete, what you'll notice is you're going to start surrounding yourself with different people. You're going to start listening to different things. And so that's a huge thing as an athlete that you need to start taking notice of. I think like, who is it on your team? Who is it that are like your coaches, the pro, uh, different programs that you're in? What is their type of mindset? Are they very pessimistic? Are they optimistic? Like, and you need some of the in-betweeners, right? You don't want to always just have a super optimistic person. You also want to have people that keep you grounded. And finding those people is so fucking important in your life because it, guys, even if it's fun hanging out with them, even if you have a good time and shit like that, if you have a fucking goal to become a certain athlete to reach the next level in your sport to do whatever it is like if you are serious about that then you're going to start to actually take notice of the people you're surrounding yourself with because it's a very serious thing yeah and it's like if you ever see on if you're scrolling on instagram or like youtube or something and you see like these like gurus <clears throat> who are charging people like ten thousand dollars for a lunch with them or like five thousand <laughs> like i was scrolling instagram yesterday and i think it was like um uh what is that guy's grant Cardone. Cardone. It was Grant Cardone and Gary V, and they're doing it with part in a partnership with Omaze. And it was like, yeah, man, sign up with us today and like enter this raffle. And it's it, it was like three grand to have lunch with them. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like they're prioritizing it so much that they think you being around them for even like a couple hours will completely change the way you think. And mm -hmm. like that's the power of surrounding yourself with good like-minded people who also flat out tell you the truth if if need be yeah one of the things that i fucking hate like one of my pet peeves is when people don't tell me the truth and yeah. when i'm not being honest to myself as well and that's dude that's what i think happens to a lot of like musicians and artists of such like think of trippy red or some shit like that you know what i mean like his first album like what was it the love story part one or something like that like mm -hmm. dude that shit was good that shit was good. That's, Subjectively. So, okay. <laughs> same thing, Same thing. say, like, Dr. Dre's, um, one of Dr. Dre's albums, right? How about Lil Yachty? I feel like Lil Yachty's a really good Lil example. Lil Yachty, sure. And then you surround yourself with people who are like, yeah, dude, you're doing good. It's all good. It's fine. You're fucking beast. And then there's shit after. Yeah, he, can't, he comes out with the teenage... Dude, I don't know. Whatever that... Oh. I don't know. And they just fucking suck afterwards. Like, Dr. Dre hasn't come out with an album in a long time. You know what I mean? Especially not as good as his first ones, right? Like right after NWA and stuff like that. Because you have something to prove. But like by surrounding yourself with people that actually tell you the truth and are blunt with you, mm -hmm. it has such a good good positive impact on what you're doing. Like especially as an athlete with within different like as a baseball player telling you that your stance is fucking whack or like you're you're not being able to get through the ball or whatever it is. Super important, super key. Yeah, I had a really hard time with that when I was in high school. Like other like, people telling you? Yeah, like stuff? even like coaches and like other players, like other players that I thought 
I was better than, and mm-hmm. then like they would give me like a pointer to track me, and they'd be like, "Oh man, like you're taking one extra step on your long jump, and that's why you're not clearing the board." Yeah, and I'd be like, "Fuck you, man!" Like, yeah, that's really, I jumped, I jumped three feet long. Yeah, Why are you bro. telling me like that's where really the ego comes? Yeah, yeah. It's Who like, are you to tell me uh, this? And it's, it's I'm better than you. Yeah, and like it's hard too. It's hard to push that ego aside and just be like, "Damn, man! Like maybe this dude's actually got a point. Like maybe he's actually genuinely." He wants to help me. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, like, the toxicity can come from within yourself, too. It's like, all right, you need to decide, okay, this dude's like, if this dude's actually trying to help me or if he's like got some other bad intentions. See, there, there's like, there's such a key difference between people giving somebody like positive reinforcement, like a positive criticism, and then and other like, like cynical, aggressive. like passive aggressive mm-hmm. shit. Like I know with Ryan, we'd be playing and we'd be on a team and we'd have like a, one of the fucking assistant coaches making fun of this dude for like a certain swing that he has. And he doesn't come up to him and doesn't say anything to him. He's just like fucking making fun of him. And like you have to have, I think, dude, even in sports, I think a social awareness is so fucking important. Being able to build social skills and have that social awareness where you're like, all right, this coach, who the fuck is he? Like, has he even fucking played the sport? No. What? Why is he here? And should I take this guy's judgment seriously and like figuring out, okay, I need to surround myself in these certain groups. I need to be with these certain people because if I'm not, then I'm just going to go on a downward spiral and I may be surrounding myself with people that have those super high egos. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, fuck that. I know my shit. Like I don't need to listen to anybody else. And honestly, there's like a certain extent for that. There's a certain time and place for that if you're not in the positive environment that you could be as an athlete. It's so hard to be in a group of like like cynical people that know they're not going to get anywhere in their sport. Like I talked to you guys about that time on the beach when it was me, you, Chase. We had like, I think Aaron and Chase is like, yeah, none of us are going to go to the MLB. So uh, I'm just going to play for to have fun. Like I'm not going to be that competitive. I just want to have fun. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go to the big leagues. And I remember saying on this podcast, I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm going to go play in the MLB. And I had the, like, kind of awareness and the drive to, like, kind of, like, swim against the current of the whole team. Because everyone on that team shared the same view. Except maybe, like, one or two kids. Like, not a lot of kids had the drive on that team to win, to be good. They were all in it to, like, you know, fuck around, have fun. And we had a really talented team. And we could have done a lot better. But it's so easy when you're sitting there. And you're sitting with a group of four or five people. And they're telling... They're saying, as a group consensus, we can't do this shit. And I love how they like you respect. Yeah, so they're your closest friends. They're your closest friends. You spend every day with them, and they're saying, oh shit, dude, like none of us can do it. Why are we even trying? Let's just have fun. Yeah. But you, we have to be that person that says no, because all the special people are the ones that say no. They don't go with fucking mm-hmm. with the group. I love all right? those people, too. Like They just assume that like everybody's just on board with that. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, fuck this shit. Like. Let's just have fun. Yeah, but at the time, I remember at the beach, none of us had the balls to say anything about it. I mean, I was thinking about it. I I didn't say that. No, fuck that, Mm -hmm. Chase. I was just like, yeah, I guess. And that's kind of like a limiting belief that gets ingrained in your mind when you're in sports. You're just like sitting there and and these kids, like over time, even though you disagree with it, they're saying it starts rooting itself in your mind. Maybe Mm -hmm. I can't do this. Maybe I can't. And And so your perception gets fucking distorted and you're like, these are the only people like they're saying this. I guess that's true Mm -hmm. when you don't know that there's thousands and thousands of other athletes out there that are thinking exactly like you. And so it's finding a place to come together. I think that's what we started fucking psych athletes for, Mm -hmm. like our Instagram and everything for that, just so that you guys can see that there's other fucking athletes that have the same goals, have the same ideals and want to get their mental head and headspace better. And, like, you have that opportunity to be a part of this community. Yeah, and that's, like, that's a character trait that what Ryan said that every single successful athlete has had. 
in a group setting when people are like, man, like we can't do this, whether that's like in an actual game or like you're just hanging out on the beach and they're like, man, I'm just playing baseball because like I'm no, I'm not like I'm not shit. I'm not going anywhere, you know. And Let every, him not do shit. Yeah, exactly. But it's like and then that comes back to knowing yourself and then not basing your personality or, or your actions off of what other people say. But you need to like look within yourself and be like, all right, like this is my goal. You know, this is what I'm driven by. I can't be influenced by these people. But it's hard when you're a kid. It's super easy. Our brains are malleable. It's really easy to hear what a coach says or another player says and just be like, you know, maybe like maybe I should just play for fun. Like these guys yeah. are having way more fun when they don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, God damn it. Sometimes you have to like make a fucking hard decision. You have to make a hard decision. You're hanging out with your best friend who has these limiting beliefs going on. He's talking about that shit all the time. And you're just like, man, do I want to have fun? Do I want to hang out with this certain individual and have fun? Or do I want to go reach a, you know, greater goal that I have set for myself? Like, if you guys have really decided that this is your fucking destiny, then, like, what trumps the other? Is it hanging out with a friend, having fun? Or is it going off, finding new people, and becoming that better self that you want to be? And fun isn't mutually exclusive to just your drive and performing well and pursuing your goals either. Like, fun comes with success in the game. We're always having the most fun when we're doing well and we're competing. Like, that's always for me in any sport. Like Not only in the sport, but in your outside yeah, life, exactly, too. exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's where the fun's going to come. The fun's not going to come from these kids fucking around at practice, right? Like, you know deep down, like, that doesn't that shit doesn't feel good. That's they short-term that fun. Take. It's short-term fun, dude. And, and, and even in, in even in the game, that's short-term fun, too. You can have, fun, you can have short-term fun in the game. You can, you can compete and you can go out there and you can fucking throw your body on the line and... It's just going to be fun, and it's not something that you have to – competing and your drive, it's not mutually exclusive from not giving a shit that fun. That's yeah. what I'm saying. There's a, there's a study done. I don't think I've said it on this podcast. I said it on my own one time, and it's basically talking about um, having like instant gratification versus delayed gratification. I talked about this before. So instant gratification is obviously like getting an instant hit of like dopamine or an instant hit of like um, just like these positive emotions. Delayed gratification is understanding that if you're able to delay that feeling of like good positive emotions to a a longer period of time, then it's going to have a much more positive effect on you. So what they did is they did a study on like fucking third graders one time and they came in and they gave all these third graders a cookie and they sat it on their desk and they said, yo... So you guys can either eat the cookie right now or you can wait five minutes and we'll give you another cookie. And so the majority of the kids, right, they're like, all right, I'm going to have that instant gratification. I'm going to eat the cookie. There's only a very, very small percentage. It was like, all right, I'm going to delay this gratification. I'm going to wait did another five minutes cookies? and then I'm going to get two wow. cookies. <laughs> so they actually did a study on them for years and years later. And it was found that the people that were able to have a delayed gratification, the people that had the two cookies and waited the five minutes were just exponentially more successful and happier in life than the other people. I think that has to do a lot with where society's at right now, too. Like, with fucking TikTok. Dude. And all this shit dude, just flashing bro. Of, Like, you can get, like... Human being, like, our minds, our fucking attention spans, back in the 80s, it was 20 minutes long. Like, you could get a letter in the mail, and it was like a sales letter, and you'd read it, even if it had nothing to do with you. For 20 minutes, your mind would be just on this certain thing. With TikTok and with all this new social media... Bro, the average attention span of human beings, what do you guys think it is? It's got to be like a half a second. It's seven seconds. I mean, oh. it's seven fucking seconds. It's crazy. 
And like, granted, yeah, we're posting on TikTok too, but it's like everybody kind of has to like, yeah, we you have, have to, to be like, ah, like in your face. Mm-hmm. You have to like just watch the rest of this video because we're going to show you something like, like, granted, yes, we do that. So like, I mean, not being hypocrites here, yeah, but that's the world we live in now. Like mm-hmm. people are so short term minded yeah, now. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, fucking congrats to you, man. Yeah, for real, like, <laughs> fucking for real. Poor woman. And, like, guys, the most important thing that you can get out of this podcast is the five friends that you're, the five people that you're close to the most, they are the exact average people that you will become in life, okay? It's just absolute, there's absolutely no doubt about it. So, yeah, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. I think that's the podcast for today. You guys have anything else you want to say? I am good. Actually, no, Um, one more thing, like, if you're, if you're one of the kids that you look around on your team, you look in your circle, and no one has the same goals as you, it, you don't necessarily have to isolate yourself. You just have to have a sort of perspective, and we talk about it all the time. You have to realize that that you're special because you're not you're going against the grain. You're not listening to these people. They can't limit your talent or your potential, so just stay focused on what you got to do, and you know, don't don't not be fucking friends with them over like their goals yeah. and aspirations because it's understandable. A lot of kids don't think they want to go. They don't want to, but if you're someone that does... You just gotta ignore them. I mean, it's understandable, but like, I want to come back with a, like a kind of extreme type thing where if somebody's saying all the time, being like, "Yeah, we're not gonna make it. We're not gonna do it. We're not shit." Blah blah blah. blah. Like, guys, you have to understand. Your mind is so malleable. You're hearing that constantly from from people that you're surrounding yourself with. Like, you are a product of your fucking environment. If you're hearing that enough, that is going to be a new limiting and core belief that you that is inside of your mind. So it's like. Bro, you gotta you gotta have I think you have to have different priorities. Mm-hmm. Figuring out what priorities you really wanna have. Yeah. Like if you wanna make that decision that you wanna reach the next level or you wanna leave it up to fate, whatever. Yeah. If it's outside of your sport too, and it, there's like a difference there too. Like if it's teammates saying that, you can't like you can't get it's away car, from you it. can't get yeah, like you are not gonna drop your teammates and like move high school. I mean yeah. you're not gonna do that. But it's, it's gonna be if, the same everywhere. If you've got somebody outside of your team saying that shit, yeah, like drop their ass. Yeah. And I know it's scary in high school. To like drop friends and, and and like, you know. Oh, there's mm-hmm. so many friends this, I wish I dropped in high school. Oh, me too, one hundred percent. I'm like, God damn, why did I even ride with you, bro? Like, mm-hmm. God, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. But like in the long run, it's hard to, like we said, short term, longer. It's hard to look to that long term, and it's scary to just be like, yeah, fuck you, man. Like you're not my friend yeah. anymore, especially in high school. The positive about this is you guys are listening to this fucking podcast. If you've listened through this all the way, then we know that you guys are serious. Obviously, you're that one percent of athletes that actually want to take control of your mind, start having more uh, mental resources to start doing better in your sport. So that's the best you can do for right now. Yep. Thanks, guys. Yeah, guys. Adios. Peace out. Later. Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, Merry Christmas. It's fucking December 7th. Yeah, it's coming up though.